Hey, what's up? This is Will, and this is the Making Moves Podcast. Um, first of all, if anyone's got any ideas for a new intro, or they want to record a new intro for me, uh, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Um, we'll put in a little incentive for you, and if you do like a 10 to 15 second kind of intro, um, yeah, I'll pay you or something, we'll work something out. Uh, but if you have any ideas, let me know. Now, this podcast is going to be... Um, based on a Q&A I did on my Instagram about three nights ago and there was three or four questions which I noted down that needed way more than 15 seconds to explore. So we'll go into that today um, but first and foremost just want to say thank you to everyone who supported the launch. I appreciate it. Man, it's, it's awesome to see all the photos of people wearing the t-shirt, and even some feedback um, I got from one of my friends, uh, Cass, uh, visit him at Manmade Barber at the moment, and um, follow him on Instagram, Cass Ham. I'll put his link in the description. He had a great, um, some great feedback, you know, he put on the t-shirt, and he said that, you know, it felt like inspiring that, you know, that he could see making moves on a t-shirt and that made him feel like he wanted to make moves and that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Um, it's exactly what I wanted to go for this year with the Making Moves Apparel. Um, but yeah, and the sale is still on for the Founders Collection. Um, it's not going to last long. It's probably only going to go for a, probably about one or two more weeks and I'm cutting it off. We will be releasing Winter as the next apparel launch, but that only... Probably won't come out till about April, um, so there'll be a bit of a delay between summer and uh, winter, and then we'll see how it goes from there. But onto the podcast, like I said, this is a Q and A episode. There's probably three or four questions here which I wanted to answer, and we'll take about five to ten minutes per question. Um, appreciate all the feedback, appreciate all the follows and love on Instagram. If you haven't followed us yet, making MVS uh, on Instagram, appreciate it. Hey, what's up? So, yeah, let's continue on from the Q&A on Thursday night. Uh, this is episode 7, I'm pretty sure, of the podcast. And some of the questions, you know, were really detailed and there was no way I was about to answer those questions in 15 seconds. It was just too hard. Um, but, you know, I've got a bunch of questions about, you know, budgeting, goal setting, finances and stuff like that. Um, so the first question we'll kick it off with today is... Any tips for budgeting my time to meet my goals? Um, this is a great question. Now, what I suggest first is that you understand first what your goals are. So say for 2021, right, you've got six or seven goals. There's always a priority to those goals. They're never, they're never on a level playing field, right? They're always going to be, say you've got five goals for 2021. They're always going to be Goal number one, goal number two, goal number three, goal number four, goal number five. There's always going to be a priority to those goals. The minute that they're seen on the same level, it, it becomes very hard to prioritize, right? And it's not to say, you know, at the start of the year that you set them in a particular priority and you need to finish the year in that particular priority. Um, they're, they're, you're always going to prioritize different goals at different times, you know what I mean? Maybe, you know, your number three goal to you know, get your promotion at work needs more time in the first half of the year. So that needs to be priority one for the first half of the year. 
and then it can be deprioritized throughout the year. So understand, first of all, you know, like I spoke about in the other podcast, understand what those goals are. You can only do the vital few. Don't pick up, you know, heaps of goals. Pick up just a handful of goals and work on those particular things. Every goal needs time. You know, it needs um, actions to be able to complete. So make sure that you understand what those goals are, whether you've got five or six or whatever goals, how many goals you've got for 2021. Understand the priority of those goals and then you can, you know, budget out your time for those particular goals. And again, some need more time than others just for now. And then you can reprioritize those goals later. Um, Hopefully that answered your question. Uh, so the next question, I had a lot of questions on like finance and budgeting and things like that. Um, this is just my opinion and it's the way I do it. If you're looking for, you know, financial advice and things like that, reach out to a professional um, or visit something like a government website like moneysmart.gov.au is a great resource as well. Uh, I use the budgeting spreadsheet that is on that website. Um but the approach I take to budgeting my finances is like a barefoot investor slash um, rich dad, poor dad kind of approach. The first, I look at my income streams, okay, as inputs, and I take those income streams, I total them, and then I look at uh, my outgoings, and my outgoings are split into maybe like four buckets, I would say. The first bucket is a needs-based bucket. In that bucket is things like uh, my rent, uh, my bills, um, any uh, f- you know needs-based outgoings, right? Like groceries, um, like my gym membership. Those things I see as my needs. That's the first bucket, and that would usually take. Um, that takes a large proportion of your income, right? Just needs. Then the second bucket I look at is my savings bucket. So I take a proportion of that money and I put it into a long-term savings account or as like, you know, other people like to call it, that's my emergency fund bucket. And that's just a priority for me at the moment. So that's why it's bucket two. Then bucket three are all my wants, okay? So they're all my outgoings that are my wants. So things like, you know, a Netflix account, things like, um, you know, for buying stuff, buying clothing or ancillary goods, right? Going out on the weekend, that's my third bucket. And my fourth bucket is my investment bucket, okay? Which is getting a higher priority these days, but uh, that's my fourth bucket. And in this bucket, I've got investments into you know, my stock portfolio, things like I do some uh, crypto investing as well. I also do um, investing in myself as well. So in that fourth bucket, I got things like I set aside money for buying, you know, books, buying courses, always looking to invest in myself. So those are kind of my four buckets, you know, my needs, uh, my savings, my wants and my investments. So it's kind of like my four buckets at the moment. Hope that helped you. Uh, but again, if you're looking for professional advice, reach out to someone. This is just my opinion um, of what I do. Now, third question. This is a great question. Um, it's kind of what I do for my day job, uh, which is a business strategy question. And the question is, 
How do I know my business idea is good enough for becoming an entrepreneur? Now, I would rephrase this question in terms of how do I know my business idea is good enough to execute? Now, uh, forget about the word entrepreneur. You know, that it, we're, I think we clog our, our business minds with, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and, you know, working for yourself. Who cares? It's just about building a business at the end of the day. Um, and if you simplify it that way, um, I think it provides a bit more clarity. Uh, now, how do I know if my business idea is good enough? This is a great question because, you know, everyone has an idea. You know, we all have those friends that said, you know, I had I, I had the idea for Uber. I, you know, I thought of that like 15 years ago. Well, an idea isn't shit, to be honest. An idea is just... Anyone has an idea. Anyone can sit down and brainstorm for an hour and think of a thousand business ideas. Uh, it's about who executes and who executes better than everyone else. If you look at, for instance, like Coca-Cola, for instance, right? They're in the food and beverage uh, industry. Everyone has an idea to put out a new cola. Why do you think they do it? Well, they do do it. They just don't, don't do it as best as Coca-Cola, right? There's, there's thousands of businesses out there. There's only a handful that do it the best. Now, the way, an easy way to validate your idea is first you got to start, okay? And the way you can start is by looking at these three aspects of, like they call it the three aspects of innovation, but you can apply it to any business and any business idea. The first, uh, the three aspects are desirability, viability and feasibility now desire this all banks on the idea that you understand who your market is uh, when you create this business but does desirability means that you know that there is a potential market that actually really needs this particular product or service uh, the way to easily define that is to find um, products in the market that are like yours and see how big their market is. See how, is their market shrinking? Is their market growing? Have they discovered new customer segments? Try and find, you know, that your solution provides something that a customer really needs. The second one is, is it feasible? Okay, so do you have the current capabilities? So are you able to actually build that business? Or do you need to uplift your capability, right? If you're, um, if you're starting, you know, a digital marketing brand, you have to know the basis of, you need to have some IP in the game, right? You need to be somewhat of an expert to start that particular thing. Don't go into a market if you don't know anything about it or hire people that know a lot about it and then you build a business around those people and those people's IP or knowledge. This, the last one and probably the most important one um, is viability right can you make a profitable business now you know a lot of people forget about this part and a lot of people look at this part and say you know well you know i'm just in it uh for the fun of it now you can be that's fine but you need to remember that there's a cost of doing business and the cost of doing business might not be money it might be time so how much are you pricing your time and how is that viable to you? You know, how long can you sustain working on a business from like 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. every night until you burn out? 
things like that even things like you know every business has a startup cost so how can you actually make that solution profitable and that would be things like you know getting in sales you know getting a uh getting a sponsorship uh trying to find a government incentive that allows you to operate in that market um you always need to be looking for that profitable solution okay so those are three aspects i hope that helped you if you have any if anyone has any more business strategy questions i'd love to answer them um and i'd love to see them too it's always um always interesting what people are looking for um, but I hope you liked this shorter style episode of just answering some questions and a- answering some questions. Um, I'll hopefully be doing more Q and A's. Uh, I love them because it provides a like a means for you guys to ask me questions, and it provides me uh, with some connection to you one on one. You know, I've DM'd some people after their questions, and we've started a conversation, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, so if you guys enjoy this, please let me know. Please message me. I'll probably be doing a QA and a maybe once a month or twice a month. Um, probably once a month for now. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the questions too. And again, thank you so much for all the support uh, with Making Moves so far. I mean, man, it was amazing to see the orders come through uh, over the last two weeks and even people that didn't order, right? Even if you just sent me a nice message, um, man, it meant so much to me. It meant so much to me to launch. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you. Love yous. See ya.